0: Hey, this is Jen Johans at FilmIntuition.com or Film Intuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch with Jen and Friends. If Watch with Jen is the studio track, this is the acoustic version. Today we have Candace Frederick, a freelance TV and film journalist out of New York, New York, with bylines at Harper's Bazaar, Playboy, Elle... The New York Times, Esquire, The Wrap, Essence, TV Guide, Shondaland, and The Huffington Post. Candace is someone I've known for at least 10 years on Twitter. Yes, back in the fail days, way before <laughs> there were GIFs and memes. And you can find her at Real Talker, R-E-E-L Talker. On Twitter, and she's often tweeting along with her favorite shows and being her brilliant, hilarious self. She (laughs) is a fellow tall girl, and we've bonded over life and pop culture, and it's been incredible to see her rise in the freelance world. She's a stellar interviewer and has intriguing topical insights on TV and film, and I've especially enjoyed her film festival coverage as well. And as if that isn't impressive enough, when she isn't talking about pop culture, she makes incredible food and posts mouthwatering meal prep photos on Instagram. So maybe we'll get a recipe or two today as well. Candace, I want to yeah. welcome you and thank you so much for being here today on Watch with Jen. So, Candace, how have you been doing and how are you continuing to adapt to the craziness of 2020?
1: I've been I've been fairly well. Um, I, I, that's the short story. I mean, it, I don't really have anything really dramatic to say, but um, yeah, I've been doing fairly well. I've been um, I'm I was already working from home prior to th- the world ending. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> oh, that whole thing. No. <laughs> right prior to that whole thing, and so I was already used to that. I was always already used to like quite a bit of solitary solitude. Um, and so that wasn't as much of a adjustment for me. I think definitely not seeing, uh, friends and family for sure. I've seen like maybe I've seen like a handful of people, but it's not Mm -hmm. at all to the degree that it was in the before times at all. And yeah, luckily work has been steady, which is, I'm hugely fortunate for that because I know how have been impacted
0: how about you Yeah, doing well yeah I think this is a good way to make sure I'm staying in contact with friends like a little bit it's not the same but you know it's helpful plus this way I can talk to people across great long distances so I've been enjoying that but yeah it is so weird and my heart goes out to like my nieces and nephew I don't know how the kids are dealing with this right now it must be so hard yeah yeah people who were like kids who were born around the time i knew
1: a couple of people who've given birth during this time and it's very weird pregnancies yeah Um, they couldn't like their partners couldn't go into the hospital with them and all kinds of just like things are extremely different a lot of like workarounds have been taking place
0: i know that must be so scary i can't imagine Mm -hmm. brave people (laughs) Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what have you been working on lately? Do you want to give us any sneak previews on pieces that we should expect to maybe see your byline on in the future? Or you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to, of course.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some things that I'm definitely working on. I have some things uh, uh, that I'm working on for the top of Jan- of uh, of 2021, like in January and February. Okay. Um, and there's maybe oh I I am actually I should be putting out hopefully it's going to be published either today or tomorrow um, my best top ten films of the year which
0: is really good <laughs> yes I was going to ask you that next perfect
1: yeah that's coming yeah. today I, I was told but yeah it's uh that was a very very hard list to come up with. I mean there's you watched I mean I watched over and as far as new films I probably watched over 200 new films wow. uh, this year. So it's there's a lot to to weed out from from you know down to 10. Even though like yeah. um there's definitely some garbage that came out this year but there's oh, also of a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of good things that came out way more yeah. than way more than 10 so
0: yeah no I know it was it's been impossible and there's so much that I still need to see too Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you if there were any you wanted to alert fellow critics to be sure to see if they haven't already but Mm -hmm. I'm excited I'm eager to see what made your list
1: yeah and I don't I I tried to see everything that I wanted to see that's always like my first goal to at least see yes wanted to see and then like everything else is just like recommendations or like you know what's getting like what's like you know on top of the top of conversation things like that mm-hmm. but um, I was, I saw everything that I wanted to see so
0: that's that's a good thing
1: yeah good. and yeah. some were disappointments and others just completely blew me away
0: yeah I know there has been so much good stuff this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it seemed to kind of go in spurts like the first part of the year there was some amazing releases and then it was kind of like a dry spell as they didn't know if we should deposit them or how to get them out to people and now again we're getting so much good stuff
1: yeah Yeah. well it's interesting like I feel like December I was saying like a couple days ago I felt like December was very dry for me I mean not really yeah but like as far as films go like just not like a lot of like the films that they're pushing for like Oscars that are coming out this month I'm just like uh, (laughs) a lot of like boring ones there's a lot of just ones that are way way subpar and should be eliminated from the conversation
0: (laughs) I agree with you there I think sometimes we tend to rally around movies that are released in like October November and December that had they been put out earlier in the year, I think would have come and gone or we might've been like, Oh, it was entertaining, but then moved on. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens a little every year and I've seen it happen this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm just like, wow, is this, this (laughs) is going, this is, you need to redirect your energy.
0: Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Where can we look for that? I'll be sure to link it in this post. That's coming from Harper's Bazaar. Okay, Cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited yeah well with the holidays coming I had so much fun revisiting the movies that you suggested for today there are obviously tons of true and contemporary classics to check out again this time of year To so I want you to feel free to bring up any you would like and we can talk about them as well as kicking things off I thought I would start chronologically so uh, I wanted to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm-hmm. which I watched. I was so glad you encouraged me to seek it out because I realized I had not seen it since probably the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Like I still remember recording it off television and like, you know, the white videotape, and I wrote down the name of every special and the order they were in, and then you have to like fast forward <laughs> through all the other ones, yes, to get through make sure you're getting Grinch on your TV yeah yeah we didn't have DVDs back then but yeah so it was really fun to revisit this and so to be clear to millennials um or younger I don't know the name of the new generations is it Z the younger people listening we are talking about the 1966 CBS animated special from Chuck Jones. It was based on the 57 Dr. Seuss book. It was made one year after the Charlie Brown Christmas special, which is another classic. But one thing I love about this one is that it doesn't really overtly focus on religion. It's just the, I mean, Christian in scope, obviously, but themes and lessons of the season. And I remember forgetting that and so it was kind of cool to discover it again and i rented it on amazon and it was on in hd and the animation just blew my mind i don't think we need this new cg and the new grinch Mm. versions which are i suppose fun and everything but this is the original this is the good one so what are your thoughts on the grinch Oh, man, I, I think it's fantastic. I haven't, you know, I don't, I, I
1: don't often see it. Um, I yeah. used to see it like every Christmas. And now like, it hasn't really been on. I know, like Charlie Brown and Snoopy and, and that whole team is usually on every year. And I feel like there was a point in my life when the Grinch was often on like throughout the holiday season. And so I haven't but, but I've seen it so many times that I yeah. like, I have very fond memories of it. Um, and it's short. I think it's, what, like 20 minutes, if that?
0: Oh, yeah. It's like 20, 25 minutes. Really yeah. short.
1: It's really short. Um, it, but it's just, like, it's so wholesome. It's so, like, you know, basically it's very simple, you know, how yeah. French, who was, like, a horrible evil person was turned around by the spirit of the holidays and that's mm-hmm. like the simplest like premise that you can think yeah. of <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I mean, yeah but it's just beautifully told I love all the colors in it it is yeah. so colorful like insanely colorful and just all the shapes and you can see how it would really capture a young child's imagination even mm-hmm. if they don't necessarily know what they're talking about just visually there's a lot going on yeah
1: especially that age you generally have a grasp of good and bad and you know that that he was bad and everybody else wasn't and (laughs) like you can tell like he was like stealing presents he was like (laughs) barging into people's house like there were definitely clear like uh uh examples of him not being a good being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was, you know, there was that morality, um, uh, theme that I think is throughout all of Dr. Seuss's books, but certainly mm. that one I think is, has such staying power. Cause it's also at least usually uh, something that comes on annually, annually. And like everyone kind of gathers around it. And it's again, so simple. It's so bright. It's so, wholesome and you feel good after you're almost like, okay, well, you know, if these, if this community could actually get around, and, like forgive this person and yeah. make it, like, now like, you know, turn over a whole new leaf, then it's just like, you know, it's very, it's very idealistic for sure. And we've seen so many, so many iterations of that in like the live action holiday, holiday films, like even from like Dolly Parton to like, um, uh, so many, like uh, Vanessa Williams did one. Like a lot of people are kind of done this, like Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge slash the, the Grinch. Yeah, yeah. That, that's radiated so much in um, in uh, popular culture. So I think it's yeah, I think it's incredibly important that film.
0: Yeah, it is so much fun. I love all of the invented words too. <laughs> and that's I was world. thinking, yeah, I was thinking this time around though in a weird way, th- those books might confuse people, too. Like, mm-hmm. you're gooder than good, you're badder than, you know, all the different lines. I mean, it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, a little kid latching on to uh, Faru Dore or whatever they sing, and I was just <laughs> thinking, wow, you know, you'd have to, no, that's not really a word. But it seems <laughs> like it should be a word. Yeah. Yes.
1: there's a lot of dr seuss vocabulary that definitely seems like it should it because it makes sense in your head despite the fact it's not a real world you can totally understand the intent and the meaning behind it and so it makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah like the word grinch my goodness
1: exactly exactly
0: yes i know good old dr seuss well (laughs) then i went to and it was kind of perfect you brought that up i went to scrooge next Which I had not seen since we actually turned it off when I was a child. Like, it scared us too much, I think. It was too (laughs) dark. And it still is really a twisted movie, my goodness. It's from Richard Donner. And, yeah, it just really freaked me out when I was a kid. I still don't love it. Although, there are some really great, very funny moments. Like, the entire opening sequence. You know, the night the reindeer died. Just I was laughing so hard. Like, I'm sure my neighbor was like, what the heck is going on there? But yeah, that was really funny. But I'm crazy about the cast, though. Bill Murray, Alfre Woodard, Karen Allen. So what is your connection to Scrooged? And is it your favorite version of Dickens, A Christmas Carol? Or are there others?
1: Mm, yeah, this kind of falls under the... I, I I seem to be very attracted to this, like... Bad, evil Christmas person. That's like the <laughs> character of the, every holiday movie. Oh, <laughs> I love those It's a Sc- holiday thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, it, and it goes back to like the Grinch and, Sc- and Ebenezer Scrooge, who are kind of similar people to me or similar beings. Yes. To me. Yeah. And I, uh, Scrooge is definitely, I think it's definitely my favorite of that iteration of the Charles Dickens mm-hmm. character. I mean, it was, it is so resonant of anybody who's ever worked in like corporate America or yeah, like, this guy is just like <laughs> so money hungry and so like obviously driven by capitalism that he mm. doesn't even care about his brother, his family. He and, oh, and he's what's the worst? He's the worst. He's the worst. Yes. He is the he gives his brother a towel. <laughs> <It's ridiculous. laughs> Bath towel, towel, yes. And that was so you know, funny. yeah. And then there's like this whole aspect with uh, Alfred Woodard's family that actually get a fairly, um, a fairly interesting storyline. Like they're not just like background characters. There's like mm-hmm. an interesting storyline there, and um, and uh, which is also, though they are definitely supporting cast it's unusual to see that in a, a holiday film, an American holiday film, that there are like black characters who are, have some, some sort of prominence to the plot, at least. Um, yeah, I yeah. also, I, I um I, it, it is very dark. <laughs> like, <laughs> is why I love, it. I mean, I think the dose of Christmas, pre- uh, the one, Carol that, Kane, oh, no she's great though oh,
0: yeah <laughs> the, it's like it's like the end part like the last act is like whoa yes yeah.
1: <laughs> i mean i was thinking of like her, his boss who had a golf ball on his on his back oh his
0: gosh head. yes or like the mice or the rats. Yeah. <laughs> that was scary. I remember. Yes. <laughs> it was. I mean, things like that,
1: that, that I just find because it was so endearing for that character. It's, it's really has the impossible task. Same thing with the Grinch that you are softening the coldest of hearts. And that's what yeah. ultimately happens to him at the end of that movie. Um, but he goes on quite a journey to get there.
0: Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. I know it's the quintessential like Bill Murray asshole because he always kind of plays that guy. And I think that's what uh, like appealed to us when we were kids like, oh, it's the man from Groundhog Day. He's a jerk, but he's okay, really. And it's like, no, this guy is not okay, really, at least for a while. Yeah.
1: yeah. He is through and through to everybody, even like his ex does everybody. He's very self centered.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I know, and you're like, "Be nice to her, but yeah <laughs> yes yeah. well, home alone from 1990 is amazingly now thirty years old, so I feel really, really old. Um, it's oh. one that like National Lampoons Christmas vacation that came out one year earlier. I actually remember seeing in the theater. did you see that those in the theater? Um, I don't know when I first saw
1: either of those movies. I want to say that I probably saw Home Alone in the theater. I'm, that yeah. sounds right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't recall. For, for vacation, for Christmas vacation, I, gosh, I've been watching that. I literally just watched it again last night. I have been watching that for so many years that I can't even pinpoint when. I Gotcha.
0: <laughs> oh, Yes. I remember going to see those in the theater, and they were just packed houses of just people riotously laughing. Now they're absolute Christmas staples. And we'll get to Home Alone in a moment, but I thought I would start with Christmas Vacation for two reasons. Not only is it chronologically the next one on the list, but just like he had been in Scrooge, which starred his brother Bill Murray, actor Brian Doyle Murray is the one that I completely forgot played the sardonically hilarious, cantankerous boss of Clark Griswold. I watched it this morning and I was like, oh, yes, he's in this and um, got really excited and then just started thinking, I wish I could go back in time and like create a John Hughes cinematic universe of, of like him playing an asshole boss like in every movie because he's so funny. But Wait, um was he in, in Home Alone? Oh, he's not in Home Alone. Oh, okay, okay. No, but I was like, you know, he should be in all of these movies. Like, oh, totally. he just kind of has that John Hughes-ness, I guess. But he was in Scrooged. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but I was going to say, the film has so many scene-stealers with great quotable lines. Two of my favorites that are, like, barely there cast members are Nicholas Guest and Julia Mm Louis-Dreyfus as the yuppie neighbors Todd and Margot. They have that great exchange where they're, like, fighting. And she's like, why Todd? And he snottily fires back like I don't know, Margot. And he like puts an extra syllable in her name, and it just kills me. It's so funny. So, how much do you love Christmas Vacation? And did anything stand out to you that you would like to mention when you watched it last night? Gosh, so much stands out to me. I mean,
1: definitely Todd and Margot, because they uh, <laughs> and they're they're another like like subset of around the plot. They're not even like in the main action, but I know because there's so a lot of the characters are playing so well off of Clark Griswold's escalating, like rage Rage. yes, (laughs) that is like mounting the entire episode. (laughs) Yeah. And so, (laughs) you know, you know, they're complaining about like any little thing that he does. And so he's trying to like, like, amp up everything that he does in order to piss them off, and they're just so easily pissed. And that, you know, know. Then they, of course, they start like getting on, you know, across, they're there, they start like, like, kind of nipping at each other. Like, when yeah. she that, I think, when they, cause what the scene that you mentioned with Todd and Margo is when um, the lights, the car, right? The lights yeah. And it got suddenly really bright and then suddenly really dark, cause the lights. Yeah. That's just city blue, and it's like their part their apartment or their house is completely trash because they had like yes. wine, and they had all this shit going on. It I was- know. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a scene. I mean, I love all the scenes with um Randy Quaid and Chevy Chase because I think God that they yeah <laughs> yes. like he so much. He hates like here his entire in law family.
0: And I know. I think he's okay with his wife, like Randy yes. Quaid's wife. Yes. But you know, she comes with Randy Quaid, so it's like, man, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. bad by default. No. Exactly. <laughs>
1: kind exactly. Kind of. Yeah. I I remember the scene. Gosh. When um I mean Randy Quaid is so imposing. Yeah. Like like he's just so everything is just like he knocks over like some like um the oh the, the yes, yes. like their dog is insane their kids are like weird <laughs> I mean <laughs> oh shit and bricks the kids yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like there's a scene when like you know it's just between Clark Griswold and for some reason I can't remember Randy, Car- Randy Quaid's character's name but between the two of them yeah. And he's just like, can I get you like this is Clark saying, can I get you anything? And like under his breath, he's saying, can I drive you out to the woods?
0: And oh, yeah, yeah. I'll leave you for dead.
1: <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> just like he hates him so much. And like Randy Quaid's character has like no understanding of how how much that guy hates
0: him. And I, I think. Know. <laughs> yeah, I think deep down, he's just he th- oh, cousin yeah. Eddie. I just looked it up because I was blanking as well. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Or just the the other thing I think is, like, how could you keep a straight face when you're in a scene with Randy Quaid being that damn funny? Like, uh, at the top of the hill before he takes off down the saucer and he's doing this weird like justification about why he doesn't want to go down it because of his plate in his head. And my <laughs> hair just ain't going to look right. And like, I was dying and he's like, well, I can understand that. Or, you know, like I can't remember his actual line, but I don't know how he just was able to completely. Yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah, of he's me. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Chevy Chase is no slouch The scene today I was thinking was Where he's with the lingerie saleswoman How did she I mean Sorry. I don't even know who that Yes I don't even know who that is But I'm guessing she had to be like a, You know Playboy model or something Or maybe Victoria's Secret Just a model I mean she's jaw-droppingly gorgeous But to just be put into that scene where he's saying this ridiculous stuff to you and you're not able to Respond. like show anything. I was thinking, God, they really got a good person for this because I would have been a disaster. I think most people would have. Like, yeah. Cause he yes. also doesn't he like,
1: she's also the woman who is, I hear that song all the time now. Oh, Bella, like Maka. Yes, exactly. (laughs) When she's diving off, like, the the swimming pool. Oh, my gosh.
0: It's 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 blending. It really is. (laughs) It is so funny. Yeah. And I love how the kids keep changing. This time it's Johnny Galecki (laughs) and uh, Juliette Lewis. I know. I always forget it's her. And then it's the movie starts and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is before she became <laughs> like Julia Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like her name is italicized in your mind, basically. Yeah, yes, yeah, totally. Oh, it is so funny. Yeah. It's
1: like every single scene is so funny. And I think yeah. Chevy Chase is in like most, if not all the scenes. And he just carries out. Yeah. yeah, he really does. I, know. I mean, the ham. I mean, what is it? That, not the hamster. It's a squirrel that's in the tree. Yes. Uh,
0: Bananas. I know, and just the the like the whole in law and family thing. I think that's why that movie is universal because Mm -hmm. everybody has those relatives that you have to see for family functions. Where it's like, if you didn't share the same gene pool, there's no way you're gonna hang out together. Exactly. And uh, like, was it Aunt Bethany? (laughs) It is so funny she couldn't like hear she had
1: no like understanding of reality yeah she wrapped her
0: cat in uh the jello mold which that whole thing too makes me laugh where beverly d'angelo like is trying to figure out what this thing is and then randy quaid just like eats it off her finger Of (laughs) of course he does i know oh it's so good
1: Yes. And that's really an ensemble character. I mean, like, I know Clark is absolutely center, like, yeah. but I think the movie works because everyone else is acting around them, are just, like, top-notch, from, like, the uncle with the toupee, and the children who are, like, slightly embarrassed by their father at all, like, in every scene. <laughs> and yes. Angelo, who's, like, the only, like, straight person in that she sense. Really yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I remember the meltdown it, like of seeing it in the theater. I remember the scene going down the the hill because it was just such a good visual gag. I mean, I think people all always think of John Hughes and his dialogue. But he did like broad, slapsticky humor. Uh-huh. And uh, this one definitely has those moments. Like the beginning has this road rage thing where you're like, I don't think they would do that today. But back in 1989, it was a thing. But the scene with the meltdown with Clark by the tree where he does that whole, like it got, the laughter got so loud. Like you could feel it shaking in your chest. Like that's how it got to the point where he's like, you know, the hap, hap happiest Christmas. <laughs> yes. Until Danny fucking K. And then he's like, the lat the capper, like you could barely hear him say like hallelujah, holy shit, where's the Tylenol?
1: <laughs> I yeah, so still like think that's his some hands
0: in his pockets. <laughs> yes.
1: This is a guy who's like barely hanging on. And that was like I the know. last drop. He got like, what do you get? Like a lifetime supply of like cranberry? Jelly <laughs> of the month. Oh my God. Shelly
0: of the Month Club is a gift that keeps on giving according to cousin Eddie. <laughs> 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 awful, awful. I of know. course,
1: cousin Eddie gets a cockney idea from there. <laughs>
0: I know, yeah, because he made that off kilter remark about, you know, a big bow on him, and yeah, mm-hmm. I know it is so funny. Well, this brings us to another film from the mind of John Hughes, Home Alone, which. I think, has one of the best scores that John Williams ever created. And, like, everyone always says, you know, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and of course. But I love this theme so much. Like, as soon as the suite plays in the opening credits or just in different parts, you, or if you hear it when you're shopping, you know immediately what movie that is. Mm-hmm. I worked in a movie theater for, like, a hot minute in the 90s. And when we would play that, just everyone would be like, oh, that's Home Alone, Home Alone, you know, like they would stop what they were doing because it was the Home Alone music. There's this really cool feature that Prime Video has available. I don't know if it's where, how you watch it, but on like the Fire Stick, and I think on Roku, it's available, where if you pause a movie at any given time, it'll tell you everything from like who's in the scene, the music playing, and more. cool. Yeah, so I did this last night to go grab something. And that's where I made the weirdest discovery, which I know you saw on my social media, which is that the full name of the cartoonish burglar, for everyone listening, that is played by Joe Pesci in the movie is actually Harry Lime, as in the Orson Welles character, Harry Lime, from the 1949 Carol Reed film, The Third Man. So that just... I read that and I'm like, that can't be right. And so I went on, you know, Google, I'm double checking it on IMDb. I'm like, holy wow. And then I had to look up Marvin. That was a completely made up name. Yeah. He didn't really get, like, he doesn't have Joseph Cotton's name in the movie. No, he doesn't have anything cool. But I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because in the third man, uh, Orson Welles told like anybody who was listening that it was the ultimate movie star part because for 75% of the movie he's not even in it and all they do is talk about his character and then he shows up and he's like I'm here and so he's like it's the ultimate star part of all time and this was kind of like Joe Pesci's year really because he was in this and then he was in Goodfellas. Oh very yes. Yes, so two horrible villains, but different levels. One is they're both funny, but one is like, you know, scary, scary, and one is you know, eg. Yes, an actual (laughs) (laughs) murderer. I know. Oh, it is such a good one, though. So, what are your thoughts on Home Alone? Oh man, I. I, this is another
1: one I probably watched at least twice this month already, and it might have okay. been on the same day. Like, there are times yeah. where I watch, like, because they're like really cramming in everything in December, and a lot of them are, like, the same okay. movies. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, word, this is fantastic. <laughs> like, I, was, I can talk about Elf. I watched Elf so many times this month already. Yes. <laughs> we'll do but, that one next. <laughs> yeah. But Home Alone, um, uh. Yeah. I mean, another dark one, I'm always very, I gravitate toward dark, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> No, you're is, a horror buff though. So that, that fits. Uh, yes. that's <laughs> and so like, yeah, this is really, um, I,
1: what I can recall for a long time, I, I would think like, Ooh, if I ever get robbed... And I never lived in a house that big before, ever. But, and that yes. was a huge house. I had a huge family. In that. I know, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was just like, if I ever get robbed, I'm going to know exactly what to do. I'm going to get a blowtorch. <laughs> I had, like, all these, like, tricks from Home Alone. And I and yes. that is... I think every single moment in that movie is great. But, of course, the night of the robbery, the attempted robbery, is when just shit goes totally awry. And it's just... Yes. Perfect. So funny. Oh my god. Just like for me, I'm just like you guys got punked by a child. A yeah. child. I know. <laughs> <Two promos laughs> criminals who have never been caught before got punked by a child who was like,
0: yeah, at
1: most I think.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how old he's supposed to be. But yeah, like maybe 12. Yeah. And yeah. He is not very old. <laughs> not at all. He doesn't know how to pack a suitcase, everyone. I mean, come on. that's That's true. Nope.
1: I yeah, you can I save know, the house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm always just like, you know, from the very beginning of the movie, I'm like, Jesus, this is how you know you have way too many kids that you can't even recall
0: if they are with you or not. Like, I remember being like in shock. I'm like, <laughs> could that happen? And I'm like, okay, I only have one brother. I don't think so. I think we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make it all the way to another
1: country. country. Like, yes, yes, France. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's horrifying, but it's also like he doesn't what happens with Kevin is he goes through a range of emotions where it's just, like, doubt. Like, did they really just leave me after they've <laughs> to the attic? <laughs> so there's that. Then there's, like, a sense of fear, genuine fear, especially when, like, criminals come and he, like, yeah. recognizes that there's about to be a scheme going down. Um, and then there's, there's, like, genuine sorrow because, like, it was just days before Christmas and, like, Christmas has arrived and he – figuring out a way to like survive those last those days, but he was very he missed his he missed his family at the end of the day. No. He,
0: he did. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, I love the scene where the family comes home and he's like, well, I got eggs and milk and, you know, fabric softener or whatever it was. (laughs) Which is something that, like, I don't even think to guess. Like, wow, fabric softener. I know. I I think I have a (laughs) bottle that I bought accidentally thinking it was regular laundry detergent. Like, it's been in my laundry room for years. Like, (laughs) yeah. So Kevin is more with it on the whole home front. No, just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> and you know what's interesting is you were talking about
1: the music i think the use of all the classic holiday um yes. are finch I, I still think i still peg like rocking around the christmas tree to home alone because it's a great scene when he's like he staged this party as though yeah. were, like, <laughs> the a michael christmas. jordan stand <laughs> yeah. yeah i love and that then, like, you know, Harry and Marv are kind of scouting, looking for their next prey, and, and they zero in on this kid. Like, what luck that they thought that they had. I was like, oh my gosh, this kid is alone. This is perfect. Yeah. And just, we can <laughs> run in there, like, with them still in there. I know. But yeah, that backfired.
0: <laughs> I know. God, it's so good. It really is. Mm-hmm. I remember I had to stop bringing that movie with me babysitting, though, because I would bring the video And the kids, especially the boys, would become so rambunctious by the end of the movie. It was like they wanted to reenact everything that they had just seen. It's like, yeah, I'm never getting these kids to bed now. So Home (laughs) Alone had to be taken out of circulation. But, oh, gosh, it is so funny. It is. You know who I I think is
1: fantastic in that movie, too? Um, And and really, a lot of that is through... uh, through Macaulay Culkin, who carries that movie for sure, mm-hmm. and of course uh, Joe Pesci and the actor who plays Marv, who skipped out of my Daniel head.
0: Stern, yeah Ed Stern, yes, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> the Wet amount. Bandits, yeah. the Wet Bandits. That's gonna like link them to every crime, the idiots, but
1: totally, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. I think um, the old man, the neighbor, really I thought was phenomenal very good in that, yeah.
0: yeah. He had it's, such a kind face, and but you could see how it'd be scary when, because every kid has that like neighbor where they're like, you know, they don't know what's going on down there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yes. Even like, verbs. No. Yeah, I mean, Which
1: even is another like, one we love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, when Kevin goes to church, and yes. he, like, this is all throughout his coping process of just like, oh my gosh, I'm alone. And he's like trying to like deal with that 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 very sad reality and horrifying reality he goes to church he finds himself in church and he prays to have his family home
0: and i know it's just i love
1: those scenes and the old man was the one who actually saved him
0: yeah brings the yeah it brought the humanity in because let's face it this kid is a jerk he's like okay (laughs) to tie it back in he is the bill murray of (laughs) kids. (laughs) basically
1: yeah this is why he was banished to the attic to begin with because he was mouthing off
0: (laughs) I know the line I love that I don't know why it didn't sink in the level of just wit was when I grow up and get married I'm living alone (laughs) (laughs) you know you just think of the line and like as an adult I'm like Okay, if that's how it goes, I could get married then. No, I'm just kidding. Right, <laughs> yes, I know. God, that's funny.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. And, oh, gosh. That's a, you know, speaking, going back to the church scene again, that's still, again, the, uh. uh it's a church, it's a very famous church holiday song that's playing there that's not, uh, it's. Oh, yes.
0: Fall on uh, May- Something of the Bells. No, Now it's saying "Carol of the Bells," John Williams, and I'm like, I don't know if that's it, but oh, "Holy Night," oh, "Holy Night," oh, when they first walk in, yes, when they first walk in, and oh, think, it's beautiful
1: because the old man is uh uh listening. He's there for his granddaughter, I think, is in the yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, he'd had that falling out with his son, mm-hmm. and it's so sad. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Oh. And he reunites yeah. with his family at the end. And then there's snowfall. Oh, Everybody man. wins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Holy Night is one of those Christmas carols where I just read a tweet last week, which is like, if you can't hit that high note, sing a different song, basically. <laughs> I was like, that's song. kind of mean, but they have a point. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, there's so many good songs in that movie. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I know White Christmas, which isn't on um, tons of movies, but yep. I remember that was funny. Yes, which when he's that plan. Uh, when he's in front of the mirror. Oh. Uh,
1: yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's putting on like aftershave and it's state, yeah
0: burns. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, and then Elf. I saw you said you had already watched that twice in one day. I think. You're like I watched Elf twice in one day. I think it was a good decision. I mean, you need that.
1: Totally. I mean, I've seen Home yes. Alone
0: twice in one day.
1: I've seen I have I have Scrooge and Gremlins on my DVR right now to watch again because that's
0: who who I am. <laughs> hey, this time of year you kind of have to. Yeah. Also because how many of these ho- or I shouldn't say holiday, but like end of the year movies are about like a couple that's lost a child or they're like, divorcing, or they're very heavy films. They're great films, a lot of them, but they're, like, you know, if you watch more than two in a day, it's, like, okay, I need the film equivalent of, like, Prozac, essentially. And that's what these movies are. Yes. They really, really are. are sugar I mean, high. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they all um, end very nicely. I mean,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know what becomes of bill Murray at the end of i mean at the end of scrooge he's he looks great does he go back with his his ex-girlfriend i don't know it's very promising it's very yes he might we hope so (laughs) yeah he might start to treat his secretary better he should
0: Uh, yeah yes maybe he'll give his his brother a call maybe he'll respond to his several voicemails (laughs) Oh, wasn't that heartbreaking when he goes to the party and his brother says like nice things about him, and oh, yeah, and yeah. everybody's kind of like, you know, your brother's an <laughs> asshole. But it's sort of that old thing, like he's my asshole. Like, yes. no, he can't say anything about my brother. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Who's your favorite yeah. ghost? Favorite ghost? Oh, probably Carol Kane was That's
1: great.
0: Yeah, I, she just was so funny. But she's
1: so over the top, as she always is. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the same year that Beetlejuice came out? Um, I don't know. I mean, I love
1: Beetlejuice, but I don't it know.
0: Was. I don't know. I should double check. Right.
1: Also, I, I I really enjoyed, I love all the ghosts, but I really especially enjoyed the Ghost of Christmas Past, the taxi driver.
0: Oh, God. Yes. Because everybody's been in a ride share or a cab with somebody who's a little off and you're like, please don't kill me. Yes. <laughs> that guy was so
1: great. And I, I'm like, it's interesting because I don't even think he was like, if I, because I remember doing Google search on that actor and I don't think that he was like a well-known actor or maybe he didn't appear in a lot of things for like a lot before that. But he... Sold that for me Like he was He yeah, into that role So hard Like And he was like Laughing at his own jokes He's so over the top <laughs> I know Who was that actually
0: And it looks like Beetlejuice Actually took some Of the awards That uh, I think Scrooge Was nominated for Like makeup oh, So they did come out The same year
1: I didn't even know That they were Nominated for anything
0: Um Yeah It looks like Let's see I think it was makeup But Scrooge
1: I, I will say Scrooge makeup was pretty freaking awesome. I mean the guy
0: yeah. His, his old boss. I just keep on going back to his old boss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> he makeup up like, and hairstyling. <laughs> it was nominated for but lost to Beetlejuice. So those were the high water marks of yeah, science fiction comedy, fantasy comedy. Yeah. Oh, nice. No. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pre- I mean,
1: oh, the Ghost of Christmas Future was that thing? Was it, What was it? I can't recall now. For some reason, that is skipping my brain.
0: I know. Isn't it funny? Like, just some things, you're just so, it's Randy Quaid, and you totally forget the name <laughs> Cousin Eddie until, yeah.
1: Oh, Randy Quaid, man. I know. Um... Okay, so since I'm here, the Ghost of Christmas past was David Johnson, Johansson, sorry. Okay. The Ghost of Christmas past, the taxi driver. And, okay, okay, this is what I was trying to say before. He was primarily a singer. Um, Really? Yeah. And so he, you know, and now I'm looking at his IMDb, like, he'd been in some things, but, like, he Scrooge was like his big thing. And I think that he totally slayed
0: that role. Yeah. (laughs) I know sometimes musicians, I think because they have such a command with their voice, it's Mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: other times you're like, okay, stick with the singing. (laughs) totally, Totally. Yes. For some reason I cannot
1: find the other ghost. There are definitely three ghosts, though. It yeah. Must be
0: it. it was his mentor, but I can't remember that guy's name. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. The the rat in the head <laughs> guy or whatever. That, that's yes. why he thought
1: that it won, like, makeup, because I thought that was actually terrifying. It really was.
0: <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Let me see here. Lou Hayward. Whoever's Lou Hayward, which was oh John Forsyth okay there we go oh boy that and is. then I thought it was funny louder milk was Bobcat Goldthwait it's like this is the most 80s movie ever <laughs> Bob <Bobcat, laughs> yeah. who is very important to that that movie (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and when I saw it again the other day I was like oh my gosh this is as you said the most 80s thing ever is to have him in it because he was in like a lot of things
0: around that time yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and worry his brother played his dad when he was in the flashbacks yeah (laughs) Brian Doyle worry Oh Playing a jerk again, yeah. I did, not, I did not put that together. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's he's got such a good, memorable voice, and mm-hmm. I think that's why. Yeah, it's just nice when he he uses that to such mm-hmm. a degree. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the cast in this was so good. I didn't. Well, again, we turned it off when I was little, but I was so excited to see Alfred Woodard, and it was just nice to have all of these great actors like Robert Mitchum, just walking on. You're like, Hey, still (laughs) handsome as ever. Yep. That was wild. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. Well, are there any others that you love to watch this time of year that we're forgetting to mention? Gremlins for sure. That's Um, one I have not seen since I was a kid. I want to watch it again. My brother was like obsessed with Gremlins. (laughs) I That's
1: on my DVR. I, I, you know, I love my dark holiday movies, and Yeah. very dark. Phoebe Cates, oh my gosh, now I'm skipping everybody's name. Let me, I don't know why I'm having so many brain farts, but. Oh, that's
0: okay. That was Joe Dante, right? Yes, it was. It's funny, because I actually read. Herbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're tying it all together, Candace. We're just good at this. No, I'm just kidding. I we might forget some names, but we're getting there. <laughs> getting there. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: gosh, yeah. It, it was just, It was. it's really good. It's really dark. I said the other day, I was just like, why in the world would anybody give, like, their child a gremlin? Yeah. It was weird. And, of course, the first thing he, he, he did, the first thing, like, totally abandoned all the rules. He fed him up midnight. Poured water all over them. I'm just like, this is a problem. That's how we got the sequel, the new batch.
0: There you go. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know it's like the opposite of when a kid asks for a puppy and they're like but I'll walk it every day and it lasts for like two days yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you're like okay now it's dad and mom's job but exactly you need one yeah (laughs) maybe not a gremlin but the dog we can do yeah dog we can do yes gremlins we are
1: always a weird gift option
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, a lot of gremlins are going to wind up, you know, at the shelter after that because too many parents brought those home. Not good. <laughs> right. You make It'll a new, new batch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're yes. oh. adopting the gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are some of your go-tos? Oh, I watch, boy, I love Elf. That's one. And I like some of the older movies, too, like um, Bachelor Mother is really funny. That's with uh, Ginger Rogers, where she walks by like uh, a drop off point or I I can't remember if it was an orphanage and someone was leaving a baby. And so she goes and like makes sure it doesn't roll off the steps and they assume it's hers. And so all of this stuff happens. It's very, very funny. It's kind of progressive actually for the time it was in the 30s so bachelor mother is really good i also like holiday affair with robert mitchum which was the movie he had to make after he got arrested for marijuana they're like hey you need to be in a sweet movie now and so they had him play janet lee's love interest like she's with somebody and then of course robert mitchum shows up and you know it's gonna be robert (laughs) mitchum let's face it oh my god so yeah that one is actually kind of sexy for the 40s too so I guess I like them a little bit subversive some of the older ones Mm -hmm. and trying to think Susan Slept Here was kind of funny did you see that one no I don't I never heard of it uh Debbie Reynolds uh where she's like a teenager who's um in trouble around the holidays and she would have had to stay I don't remember exactly what how she got in trouble but she winds up at the screenwriter's apartment, okay. and uh, so it's yeah, that one is pretty funny. It's a little twisted by today's standards, but it is very very funny. Um, Christmas in Connecticut, mm, is never a good saw one. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then a new one that I love that's a darker movie is P two, which that's one. yeah, it's it's really good. It's um a young woman rachel nichols and she's getting ready to leave her workplace and like drive to the family in i think new jersey and she's in new york Mm -hmm. and uh her car won't start and the friendly i'm saying that with air quotes everyone Mm -hmm. um like parking lot attendant or security guard offers to help her and it is west bentley And Wes is obsessed with her and it becomes a cat and mouse thing in this parking garage. And she has to try to outwit him and get away from his clutches. So it's a good, scary movie that takes place on Christmas. It's good. Yeah. I watch it every year. I get, yeah. I love those movies that are a little twisted that take place around the holidays. Like all the Shane black movies too. Like, like what happened? I haven't seen them. Um, let me think. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, I have seen that. Okay, I was gonna say that Shane Black. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much like all the movies he makes take place around Christmas. So <laughs> even when he directed, like as a favor to Robert Downey Jr., I think he made um, Iron Man three had to set it at Christmas. So.
1: <laughs> of course. Oh, that's yes. Sexy. Yeah. I um. I really like, and this is again going back to the Dickens uh, character when um, Donald Duck played Ebenezer Scrooge. That was a good one,
0: really good. And yeah.
1: I don't I even know what year that was—a long time ago. But it, but it's very very good.
0: It is. I love that one. And did you see the Muppets Christmas Carol? Um, did I ever see that? I feel like I want to say no. Okay. I've seen a
1: lot of Muppets, but I don't think I saw.
0: Yeah. Um, that one was really good, actually, because, you know, I was thinking about it before we talked, and I've seen a lot of different versions of A Christmas Carol, but not too many I really dug. But the one that popped up in my mind was uh, Muppet's Christmas Carol was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I who think it depends. This,
1: who played the Scrooge character? So okay. Donald Duck Christmas Carol from, was from the 80s. Okay, oh, 19- gosh. Yes. yes. Michael
0: Caine and Gonzo or something. We've got Michael Caine. Oh my gosh. Oh shoot, no, it's Michael Caine. Listen to me, I'm giving the wrong info. (laughs) So it is Michael Caine, and um, Gonzo is actually—is he Bob Crotchett? Boy, Muppet people are gonna hate me for (laughs) for forgetting this. (laughs) Yes, Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry for the gonzo slander, everyone. Yes. I, I, I,
1: uh, I also really love, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: Oh Oh, yeah. That's so beautiful. And I love the music so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking again of good soundtracks. Yep. What do you think of the family stone? You know, I remember liking it. That was another one. I think, Wasn't the big scene stealer in that Rachel McAdams where she's great. And
1: I think she's like most like consistently great out of everybody. I know this comes up a lot every, every single year, but I think she's the best in that movie.
0: And what did you think of the holiday?
1: I never saw
0: it. Oh, really? Oh, I think you would (laughs) like it.
1: It's funny. I was just reading something, like a big profile on Nancy Myers, and, she, yeah. and the holiday was often mentioned.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. It's. I think it's become more popular since. Like, I don't remember it being that popular when I saw it, but then, with time, it has kind of grown in lore, sort of mm-hmm. like Elf, which was. I mean, it was a smash hit, but now it's like so synonymous with uh, the holiday. Yeah. I know. I only saw Elf
1: maybe a couple years ago for the first time. Like I didn't Oh really? See, yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't see it like the year it came out. It was just like very recent history that I saw it. Okay. Well, cool. This guy is
0: so hyped on Christmas. This is fantastic. Yes, I know. And I just love it's James Caan because <laughs> he's a perfect foil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like again in that Bill Murray mode of Yep. Yeah, totally, totally. Yes. It's so good. Are you into, like, It's a Wonderful Life and
1: movies like that?
0: Yeah, I remember liking it. It's not one I need to watch every year, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's like it's not my favorite Capra movie, even. Mm. Um, It's a very good film, but it's just not one that I watch every year. How about you? I watched it once a
1: very long time ago and had no reason to watch it again. I remember... Uh, I remember thinking, um, I remember thinking it was fine, but it's not one of those movies that, like, I don't, like, it, a lot of it is escaping my head right now, because I haven't seen it in so long,
0: Yeah, um,
1: and it didn't really leave an impression on me, like, a Home Alone or, like, yeah.
0: Duck
1: or anything, or The <laughs> <Witch>. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is su- a super depressing movie, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like... I think people forget it was kind of funny speaking of movies that people don't remember necessarily being that sad for Thanksgiving I rewatched Rocky which I watch every year Mm -hmm. and um you know I think everyone just confuses them with the sequels Mm -hmm. and so I had a million people like oh yes uh that commercial totally packaged thing and it's like dude he's a leg breaker for the mob like (laughs) He, he works and I think he got $17 for the opening fight and it's like his life is bleak you guys <laughs> it I takes a long time that detail. yeah like um he has to go and they want him to break someone's thumb and he wouldn't do it because the guy wouldn't be able to work and make the money back and right. yeah it's dark it's, <laughs> and then when he's trying to protect the girl on the street corner and you know, she has to tell them off, and you're like, boy, yeah. And it takes, like, a good 45 minutes or an hour for things to start turning around a little. But, yeah, I remember watching it um, when I got the set sent to me. This was many years ago, and I had to review it. It's like, was it always like this? It kind of, like, takes you by surprise every year when you watch it. But yeah. I think it's because we think of Mr. T and all yeah. the fun sequels and yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the rain, the fighting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Action sequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The big montages for the mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm. Yes. hmm. Yeah. I know. And of course I always watch planes, trains, which is so good. You know, I have never seen that. My boyfriend was just like, so
1: I was having this conversation with him. I was like, what are your favorite holiday movies so that I can get some at the top of my mind? And he's just like, yeah. Oh, it begins and ends with plane trains and automobiles. It does off. like oh my gosh, I've never seen that.
0: <gasps> oh, I can't <laughs> wait for you to watch. I, I think so you would I love it. it this this month. Yeah. Oh good. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That's yeah. great.
1: It's John Candy?
0: What is John Candy? And it's just the, don't read anything about it beforehand, because oh. there is a twist in the in the end that yeah you won't see coming. Oh.
1: I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. There's yeah. I know he's um I did I I read this whole like oral history on Home Alone and you know John Candy is also in Home Alone.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> and yeah. it was supposed to be um uh shoot. Chris Farley, who was actually supposed to take that role. But oh, Chris wow. Farley <laughs> Yeah, Chris Farley. I mean it's only like one or two scenes. it's not a whole lot of scenes, but it's I think it's very important scenes in the movie. Very much. With the mom. But, yeah, Chris Farley was, all he, All the director said was he was just not in good shape at that time. Yeah.
0: He, oh, that's so sad.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Two people we lost too soon. But John Candy's heart just sort of shines through in those scenes. Oh, like when he tells that just hilariously bad story about leaving the kid in the funeral parlor. <laughs> <laughs> and it was supposed to make her feel better, and it yeah, have- and yeah, it just is- like how did I scar Kevin for life now? No, <laughs> 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 oh, it's so uh, good. Well, this up, was so much fun. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. I don't want to keep you all day and make you talk about holiday movies, but this was it really was- fun, Candace. It was. It was. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me again. This is so oh, fun. of course. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you want to come back and we will talk movies. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> uh, sounds good. Well, I wish you a very uh, happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Do you want to? Before we go, I should say, is there any good recipe you would want to share with everybody or any tradition? I so like a like a Christmas um a Christmas uh recipe or. Something you, yeah, either a Christmas, like a holiday recipe that, or just something you like to make around this time of year? Oh, man. You know, I always try different recipes
1: every single that's week. That's right. Yeah. And so I just made this white chili, this white chicken chili with uh, white beans. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not something that I do for the holidays. I, I what I typically do um, is mac, like do a five cheese, five or six cheese mac and cheese. Oh, my yeah. God. I wish I could come over for that. Yes. <laughs> I call it the heart, the, the heart attack special is what I call it. It's very, very good. It's very cheesy. It's, oh man, it's perfect. And all like a lot of different cheeses. Plus there's like cheddar cheese and like, um, Asiago,
0: but yeah, this Gouda. mm -hmm. Oh, that would add some interesting flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah it's not your traditional I mean you're putting some other things in there I like that uh,
1: just different types of cheeses basically the cheesier the better and um yeah that's the thing yeah (laughs) yeah. that's the thing that I always make um I oftentimes some like now I'm not really gonna have anybody here except my boyfriend will be here but typically somebody else will make the roast beef somebody else will make collard greens that's a big thing okay I'm probably going to make
0: cornbread. Oh, you have to. I mean, (laughs) it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to, like, invite myself over to New York. Like, why is the pandemic happening right now? Come on. Let's all go get some good heart attack special. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Oh, well, I can't wait to see that on Instagram. I'm sure you'll take a good picture of the feast for everyone. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well thank you so much, Candace. Again, I really appreciate this. Thank you. This is Jen Johans at filmintuition.com or filmintuition on social media and Letterboxd. And this is Watch with Jen and Friends.